everybody. It's me over here. You know, I'm going to start off the show. It's me, Yossi. That's right. Get me, me, me. I'm going to start off the show now because, you know, uh, Rabbi Earps, you know, he had a big, big show by the crust in the day camp. Woohoo! Can I know what a show he did over there? Oh, boy, oh, boy. But they were asking for me, but I had to leave early because I had to go to the studio, you know. Somebody has to start the show until, you know, uh, Rabbi Earps gets here, you know. So, uh, that's me. Okay. So, I want to remind everybody, everybody's listening to jrootradio.com. You can listen to us live on the telephone by dialing 712-432-4217. And if you would like, you could call in on our live telephone line. And you could also call up while you're over there. You could follow the menu and follow the archive. Yeah, so if you miss the show, you know, like if Ramirez still doesn't get it, and I do the whole show, <laughs> you know, so Ramirez can catch the show on the archives. Doesn't let him just dial 718 506 9099. That number again is 718 506 9099. I also like to remind everybody if you want to listen on a kosher internet or something like that, you can listen to Jerry Radio. Also, Jayrit could use your donations. There's no question about it, you know, and we do a good cause. I don't have to explain it to you. I don't have to go into that routine because I guess you all know that. Okay, so uh, you can send your donations to Jayrit Radio 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. Okay. Hmm. My beer's still not here. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll get to do the whole show. <laughs> Last one, I spoke to him on the cell phone. He said he was packing up. <laughs> you know, he's got all these broken bricks and things. Oh, everything. Oh, okay. Anyway, so let me continue along here. So I'd like to remind everybody, you know, uh, what we got over here is like this, you know. If you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either storytelling or, or Kayak for the Mayach, you know. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a fantastic show. You know, it's a very high mission show. And yes, Rabbi Yerb speaks Yiddish. I don't know about me, but he does. Okay, anyway, so he speaks Yiddish 100%, you know. Uh, and, and not only that, um, he also has, for those who are more open-minded, he has an extreme martial arts demonstration. You know, he does that too, you know. And if anybody's interested in, like, uh, you know, uh, martial art lessons, you know, self-defense lessons, qigong, energy exercise, things like that, you know. You can always call 718-375-1294. Also, oh, he's still not here. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the whole show tonight. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Okay, so uh, 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 here's what happened. Okay, so uh, uh, if you want to, let's say, uh, order any of Rabbi Yitzhak's, or, you know, I mean, that means to buy, you know, in short, in case you don't understand that. Okay, uh, if anybody's interested in purchasing any one of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, you know, uh, so, you know, you can always call 718-375-1294, and he'll be more than happy to email you or fax to you the complete current list of what he has available. Also, <laughs> that uh, a CD that I was talking about, you know, that uh, Rabbi Yitzhak's is supposed to come out with, you know, but um, uh, some of the editing wasn't ready in time for the summer season, so uh, uh, he pushed it off. This is a show that's going to come out after the, stu- uh, after the summer. And believe me, this is going to be, wow, one of the hottest, best C- uh, story CDs that you've ever heard in a long time. Because Rabbi Erbs is doing it professionally in the studio with y- Yufa, 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 Yufa Studios, you know. <laughs> Rabbi Yosef Arroas, you know. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm telling you. Oh, boy. But I, I have to tell you, yes, I had a sneak preview. Because <laughs> I... I, I, I I'm, I have a small piece inside that, <laughs> inside that, that's a CD, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, uh, uh, no, he's still not coming. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to do the whole show, I don't know. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Okay, so um, I, I finished with the, uh, yeah, that and that and that. And I want to remind everybody that Rabbi Herbs' book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is still available in stores, okay? And yes, for the answer to the people's questions, yes, eventually, Shragam and Shraga will be made into a book. But, you know, since there's a few more weeks left to finish off the story, so we don't know yet for sure if it's going to make it to the book season in time. You know, it's a whole process to do this stuff. You know, and I'm not sure if it's going to make it to the Hanukkah season this year or next year, but it will definitely be turned to a book, that's for sure. <laughs> you can rest assured that. Anyways, um, whoops, he's still not here. It's unbelievable. Okay, so I got everything out of the way. So I'd like to remind everybody that tonight's show is sponsored for a foolish labor for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Once again, this show is sponsored for Chaim Yosef Tzvi as a foolish labor for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah and also for our foolish labor for. 
Peril Bas Chayarivka. Once again, also for Peril Bas Chayarivka. Okay, now, uh-oh, a little problem. Uh, it's true that Rabbi Earps is not here yet. <laughs> and I could do the whole show, but there's only one small problem. Uh, um, I don't have a story. So what am I supposed to do? Usually, if Rabbi Earps comes, I look over his shoulder, <laughs> I see what his notes are. <laughs> uh-oh, what's that? I hear footsteps. I hear footsteps. Whoa, whoa. Uh, am I late? Uh oh, I see Rav Nissen went to Mincha already. Whoa, uh, Yossi! <laughs> you got it before me, right? I certainly did. And I almost did the whole show without you. Uh, yeah, but what happened? <laughs> what happened? Uh, uh, you didn't get stuck on a piece of bubblegum. What do you mean? Uh, you know, I barely managed to change over my clothes. I, I just came from a big, big performance. I did a, you know, a Koyach uh performance. So I might as well give a shout out to Krasny Day Camp, you know, on 38th Street and 14th and 15th Avenue. Wow, what a camp, what an audience. Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem, great show. Anyways, uh, did you speak Yiddish? Of course I spoke Yiddish. How about you? Uh, uh, like I said, did you speak Yiddish? Yeah, I spoke Yiddish. What about you, do you? Uh, like I said, do you speak Yiddish? Oh, I got it. <laughs> yes, I speak Yiddish and you don't. Okay, so as that's Ravek Dalton. What? Uh, uh, sit over there. Okay. Uh, so uh, what did you get to do? Uh, I got to make all sorts of mischief, you know, and everything like that. You know, I hung from the chandeliers here in the studio. Come on, there's no chandeliers. Oh, I guess I couldn't fool you with that. Uh, okay, I, I mean, I did all the introductions. Now we're just up to the story. I would have done it. Except? I don't have a story. Aha, uh-huh, but I do. So I guess you're going to do the story this week? <laughs> I guess you're right. Okay, so everything was out of the way, all the introductions. Okay, sorry I'm a little late. Yes, I did a big Kaya for the Maya show, and I didn't want to cancel out being here because it was a local show, and I thought I could be here on time, but just in case, I sent Yassel ahead. Yassi came ahead, and I think he did a good job on the intro, right? Right? You did a good job? I hope so. You can catch it on the archives. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you can dial uh, like 718-506-9099. Well, how many nines? I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe ten. No, no, no. Nine is not. Never mind. Okay. Anyways. Uh, okay. So, did you uh, tell anybody if they want to text in to find out information how to advertise or, or you know, like how to sponsor one of the programs or this show or whatever it is? Did you tell them to text in three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight? I know, but you just did. Oh, okay, so I did. Okay, so that's that. And uh, we'll take phone calls at the end of the story uh, to tell us what lesson you learned. Right, because we never have to tell them. Somehow, everybody knows that number, 718-683-5858. I don't know how they know that. We never say it on the radio. I, I, I mean, I, you know, we never say it at all on, on you know, jradio.com. Never, 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 never. Not even on the telephone line. You know, we never do. I don't know how they know that number, 718-683-5858, because I don't say it. No, of course not. Okay, so here we go. Tonight's story shall be called... Shall be called The Special Boat Ride. The Special Boat Ride. And this story took place, and this story took place. You see, I'm doing the story. I know the story, you don't. Uh, but I'm going to follow. After you say each word, I'll say the story. So this way, I'll be doing the story. No, no, no. I don't need double, double talk. Because if I wanted to do double talk, I'd do it myself. What do you mean? For example, I could say, hello, here, 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 here. Wow, an echo in the room. <laughs> okay, take it away. I guess I'll just sit over here. Yes, yes. Okay, so this story took place with the famous tzaddik, the great, great tzaddik, the Divre Chaim. Now, since I'm basically rushing over here, actually, I rushed over here from after my performance. I just quickly went home, quickly changed my clothing from my performance clothing, and got into my JV Radio performance clothing, and I rushed over here, so I didn't have time to research everything, but I am doing this from my memory, and I hope I remember all the details of this story. Me too, because then I'll look better if you forget. What? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's okay, Damari. Okay, so let's start this story. This story happened in the times of the famous Sadiq, the Divrei Chaim, known as Reb Chaim Sanzer, Reb Chaim Halberstam, one of the, actually, I think he was the first of the Sanzer Rebbes. Yes, yes, he was. And, of course, the Bava Rebbes comes out of the Sanzer dynasty also. Anyways, this happened with the famous Sadiq, the Divrei Chaim. He was known far and wide as a very big Poyal Yeshuais. A what? A Poyal Yeshuais. Uh, what's that? Uh, you don't speak Hebrew? Uh, no, I, I, I know how to speak Hebrew. Aleph, base, base. No, 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 it's okay, don't worry. Okay, anyways, basically, 
um, he was a very holy person, and when he daven to Hashem, obviously Hashem heard his trilos, and he was able to uh, help people. Some people that were sick, they needed refuah, sometimes he was able to help them, and so on and so forth, and all kinds of problems. So this is a story that happened during those times. Okay, so what's the story about? Uh, if you're quiet, I could tell it. Okay, I'll be quiet, so do so. I am. You'll see. I am. You'll see. Okay. Okay, so here we go. This story took place in the times of the famous tzaddik, the Divrechaim. Okay, we got that. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. There was this married couple. We're going to call the wife, Kreindl, and we're going to call the husband, Schmerl. Oh, <laughs> Schmerl and Kreindl. What a happy couple. For the moment. Anyways, one day, as Schmerl was walking down the street, he met somebody. Unfortunately, he met a missionary type of galach, somebody who tries to take people away from Yiddishkeit and introduce them to, mm, well, I just... Just say simply that the api curses. Right, that's a good way to say it, yes. Okay, so anyways, so let's see what happened. Excuse me, sir, may I talk to you? Do I know you? You're not dressed up like a Hasidic Yid? No, 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 no. You're not even dressed up like a Litvak? No, 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 no. If I would know better, I would think you dressed up like a clown. Mamas, you look like a clown. I'm not dressed up in a clown. You see this? I'm wearing a nice suit. Oh, really? I thought it was pajamas. It's all right. Um, yes, yes. And what can I do for you? I wasn't here. I want to enlighten you. Uh, it's light outside. I don't need you to enlighten me. Baruch Hashem, it's daylight. I can see where I'm going. No, no, no. You don't understand. I do understand. I understand you're blocking my way and I have to go by. So excuse me. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen to me. I can tell you something better than what you got. Uh, better than what I got? Uh, your nose does not look better than mine. I don't want it. Sorry. I'm satisfied with my nose. No, 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 no. Let's get serious. I'm serious. I like my nose the way it is. Now, you listen to me, all right? Listen. I want you to understand that where I come from, where I come from, I know better uh, 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 about religion than you do. <laughs> I'd rather not get into that topic, okay? Listen, listen I'm, I'm very much in a rush, okay? I I'll see you. Uh, you know what? Tell you what. You don't have to listen to me. Whenever you have time, take this book I'm giving you and read it. Uh, the book? Uh, um, is it in a language that I can read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in, it's in Ukrainian. Don't worry. You could read it. You could read it. Uh, all right. Very good. Thank you. All right. Maybe I'll read it, okay? Uh, okay. Now, could you get out of my way so I can go to work? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Be sure to read the book. Yeah, yeah. I'll be sure to, 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 to throw it in the garbage. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the name of this? True belief. Hmm. Interesting. Nah. It's probably avoid the Zorro stuff. Hmm. Let me just flash through the book. Hmm. It's interesting. Chazal tell us that uh, we should avoid reading poisonous things, you know, things like that. Things that have no bearings, you know, on Yiddishkeit because we could be influenced and, and you know, the uh, Tumadika forces can enter a person or whatever. No, you know what? Maybe I should throw it in garbage. Wow, it's a thick book. Who knows? Maybe it'll be interesting. You know, maybe it's a good idea I should read it so I should know what I shouldn't be doing. Hmm, that's another, uh, that's an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And so what ended up happening was he took the book. He did not throw it in the garbage. And he took the book from this missionary person. And he took it. And what he did with it was he put it in the back of his bag, whatever it was, and then slowly but surely, every single night, after his wife fell asleep, he would sneak out near the fireplace because he didn't want to light another flame, another lantern, to maybe cause his wife to wake up or his children. So what happened was this. He would read it by the light of the fireplace, and as he was reading it, he started to become engrossed in it. And the tumor, unfortunately, started to take hold of him. But he was ashamed. He was ashamed because he realized that that safer is starting to make him think differently about Yiddishkeit. It's starting to enlighten him, but not enlighten. It's really in darkening him. 
to the wrong side of the light. But he didn't hop it totally, so instead he just kept reading it. But the more he read it, the more he became engrossed. And then, only on the outside did he keep real Yiddishkeit, but on the inside there was not one trace of Yiddishkeit left in him. And then, one day, he told his wife, Uh, Kreindl, I, I, I'm going to work, but I might be late tonight because tonight, you know, uh, the boss says I'm going to have a lot of work to do tonight. So, uh, I'll be back late tonight, okay? Uh, okay, so, uh, Okay, bye-bye. And, uh, should I keep your supper warm? Uh, if you'd like to. <laughs> yeah, you could keep it warm for a very long time. What? Uh, no, no, nothing. I'll, I'll be home late. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Zaygazun. Zaygazun. Hatzlach Rambam. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. And so that day he went to work. Little did his wife know he really did not go to work. Instead, he left their village. He left their village and he traveled far away never to be heard of again, or at least not for a very long time. Not for a very long time. Well, the clock was ticking. The hours were passing by. And the hour was getting late. Hi, Vesmir, where is my husband? I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and he come not. I don't understand why he's not coming. Hmm. Hey, I mean, working late, but you know what? Let me, uh, yeah. you know what? I have a great idea. Let me bring his supper to the work. Sure, this way he doesn't starve. Let me go to the work. Let me pack up the supper. Okay, I got all the supper ready. Okay, now I'm going to go to his workplace. la na 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 Oh, good evening, Kreindl. Why are you doing out so late? I'm going to my husband's work. I want to give him supper. He said he's working late tonight. Working late? Since when does he work late? He usually doesn't work late. What are you talking about? I don't know. He told me that today he has to work late. The boss wants him to. That's funny. I just passed by the block where the shop is where he's working, and it was closed. No, 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 no. You probably missed it. I'll see you. All right, suit yourself. Check for yourself. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm on the block where the store is. Now, here it is. Yussel's Furniture Store. Mm -hmm. I have a furniture store? No, 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 no. Yassi, Yassi, you don't have a furniture store. This story happened in the times of Reb Chaim's sons. It's over 150 years ago. You had a furniture store like 150 years ago? I don't know. Maybe in a different Gilgal. Uh, you with you? I never know. Taka. Okay, anyways, uh, can I get back? Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Wow, it's very interesting. I never heard this. Did you ever tell it before? I don't think so. Ah, uh, me neither. Okay, go ahead. All right, let me continue. Ah, uh, so she came down the block, and she saw the sign by Yossel's Furniture Store. What's this? The store is closed. I thought my husband is here because he has so many orders to fill and build furniture. But the store is closed. I don't see any lamps burning. <laughs> What's going on? Hmm. Oh, maybe he's working in the back. Huh. So let me go around the back. <laughs> I'll just knock on the back door. I'll just knock on the back door. I'll just knock on the back door. <laughs> I don't like what I'm about to see. Don't scare me like that I was a little cat <laughs> chasing a little rat. Oh, Berkshim wasn't chasing me. Well, let me continue knocking my door. And I'll knock again. And I'll knock again. And I'll knock again. And I'll knock again. And nobody's answering. You know what? I'll go to Yussel's house and I'll ask him. Oh, maybe he's working late by Yussel, not in the store. Of course. Let me go to Yussel. Uh, who is there? Who is there? Ah, uh, Yussel, it's me, Krindle. Um, uh, um, uh, is my husband there? Uh, who is there? Who is there? It's me, Krindle. Is my husband over there, Schmerl there? Schmerl? Schmerl left a long time. Wait a second. Schmerl, come to think of it, you know Schmerl didn't show up to work today. 
What are you talking about? This morning he told me he's going to work and he's going to be home very late because he said he had a lot of orders to fulfill, you know, for making furniture. What are you talking about? Today was a slow day. Where do you get that idea? First of all, your husband never showed up today. I was giving him Don Lecaf's rules. I was being, I, I, whatever, you know, I was being Don Lecaf's rules, you know. And I thought for a moment that, uh, you, how should I say, he was uh, uh, maybe not well today. You know what I mean? So, uh, is he okay? He's fine. He told me this morning he's going to work. And? And he didn't show up. You mean that's what you're telling me? Yes, he didn't show up. And that's not very good. Why is that very good? Because the supper is going to get cold. <laughs> nice way of thinking. So, one second. You're telling me your husband left this morning? Yes. What time did he leave? The usual time. He left like 7 o'clock. He went to the 6 o'clock minion. And he came home after and he ate a quick breakfast and he said he was going. Hmm, that's very interesting. But he never showed up here. I wonder where he went. I wonder also. Was your husband acting strange lately? My husband acts strange all the time. What are you talking about lately? That's my husband. No, I mean like extra strange. Hmm. No, I don't think so. He still puts ketchup on his eggs. No. He still eats uh, spaghetti with mayonnaise. Yeah. No, there's nothing special. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of having a sour pickle together with his tuna fish, he had a half-sour pickle. And why did he change that? Because I didn't have sour pickles. I only had half sour. Ay, 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 ay. You know what? Uh, why don't you see in the shul? Maybe he got carried away. Maybe he went to the base of Medlis to learn. Oh, that's a good idea. Let me go take a look. And so she went to the base of Medrash. She opened up the base of Medrash doors. Ah, a couple of people learning. What's that? There's no, there's no Schmerl. Schmerl's not here. Excuse me, Zundel. Uh, did you see my husband? Uh, your husband? <laughs> no, didn't see him. Why, why did you crack up like that? <laughs> Lately, your husband does not stop by to the base of medicine to learn anymore. He doesn't? I mean, last night he said he was going to Meyerv and he's going to stay late for learning. Didn't he learn? <laughs> last night. He showed up. I never saw a mire so quick like that. What do you mean? He would have one, two, three mire. He didn't even say, he said maybe Boruchu, and then he zoomed fast, and before everybody was finished Krishma, he was out of the shul already. Really? I don't understand this. Oh, well. You know, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to sleep. And when I wake up in the morning, I'll pinch myself and realize this is all a dream. <clears throat> and so what ended up happening was... She decided to go home, and she went to sleep. And when she woke up in the morning when the rooster crowed, she woke up. She looked to the left. She looked to the right. And suddenly, she realized, hmm, very interesting. She looked to the right again, to the left. My husband's bed wasn't even slept in. He didn't even come back at all. Oh, my goodness, I don't know what to do. You know, in the morning, I'll ask the Rav and see if he knows anything. And so, after Shachris is over, she patiently and quietly walked over to the Rav, who was there getting ready to take out a safer and learn like he always does after davening. And then, what happened was this. She tried to fight back her tears, and she said, Yes, Kreindele, Kreindele, what can I do for you? What is this? You're looking for your husband? Yes, how did you know? I just figured. What else would you be coming here to the shul? Well, I got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is, um, I don't know where he is. The bad news is, 
He hasn't been in Shachris, not the first minion, not the second minion, in almost, I would say, two months. What? So where does my husband go? I really don't know. I don't know. Well, why are you asking all of a sudden? Because yesterday he said he was going to work, and he left, and he never came home. Oh, this is terrible. Hmm. All right, I will pass the word around and we'll see. And so the word was passed around. And she herself went from village to village. And she began to slowly realize that her husband ran away from her. Ay, ay, ay. I have my children to support. What am I going to do? How am I going to support them? How am I supposed to feed them? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> my husband left me. Now I can't even get married. I don't know if my husband's alive or dead. I'm an Aguna. I can't get married until we know what happened to my husband. Hmm. Well, I got an idea. I'll leave my children with my sister for a little bit, and I'll travel from village to village, and I'll see if I can find my husband or if anybody saw him. And so that's exactly what she did. <clears throat> she went from village to village, place to place, trying to find her husband. But she couldn't find her husband. He was nowhere to be found. Unfortunately, months would go by. Years would go by. She would do a little house cleaning here, a little cooking there, a little babysitting here or there, just to earn a little bit of money to support her little children and herself. But she was becoming very, very sad. So many years already and my husband's not around. I can't even get married again. What should I do? Excuse me. I couldn't help overhearing you. Oh, from it. How are you from it? Uh, was I talking to myself too loud? Oh, yes, quite so. Now, let me tell you something, you know. I know somebody that can help you. Somebody that saw my husband? I'm sure in a certain way I could see your husband. Who? 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 Well, it's not me, that's for sure. I will tell you what to do. You go to Sons, you know? Sons? You understand where, you know, Sons Krosenberg? You, know you go to the Sons, and there's a highly exotic Rab Chaim, known as the Divrei Chaim. You go over there, and you break out your heart. I break out my heart? No, no, not literally. You cry out your heart, you understand? And you go and you tell him what the problem is, and then he'll tell you what to do. Maybe he can help you find your husband. Really? Really. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll do that. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, slowly but surely, because she didn't have any wagon, again her sister said, It's all right. Don't worry. I'll take care of your children. You do what's best. You go to the to the to to the Divrei Chaim. Go right ahead. You go to Rav Chaim Sanza. Go ahead. Go ahead. You must do this. You have to have a Munus Sadikim, a Munus Chachomim. Yes, yes, yes. They have a direct hotline to Rabbeinu Shlaim. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure of that. Go, go, go. Don't worry. It's not a burden. They're my nephews and nieces. I'll take care of them. Zaygazun. Thank you, thank you. I don't know how to thank you enough. You just did. Zaykerson, go, go, go. All right, all right, all right. And so off she went, and eventually she arrived in Sons. And she asked where the shul was. She was directed to the shul, and there was the shamus. Okay, who's next over here? Hmm. Let's see. You want to see the rabbi? About what? Hey, uh, why do you see the rabbi? About, uh... I'm missing my false teeth, say. I had false teeth, but, um, um, well, they ran away. Yeah, false teeth don't run away. Well, mine did. I, I, I put it somewhere on the table uh, before I went to sleep. Then when I got up this morning, it wasn't there. Uh, you probably put it somewhere else. You don't have to see the rabbit for that, okay? Uh, you, you see the rabbit for some important things. But if you insist, all right, we'll let you see the rabbit. And so he wrote even the simplest person with the most weirdest requests. Everybody had a chance, if they needed to, to see the Rebbe. He didn't turn anybody down. And the shamus knew that nobody would turn down. And then finally, it was little old 
<sighs> Crindle's turn. So Crindle, she came up there, and the shaman said, All right, all right, you can tell me. What is your problem, and what would you like me to write in the quittal? What's your request? My request is very simple. All right, very simple. Okay, your name is? Crindle, boss, eh, my mother's name or my father's name? Eh, it could be your mother's name. All right, Crindle, boss, Namo. Okay, Crindle, boss, Namo. Okay, and what's your request? My request is very simple. I heard that, but tell me what the simple request is. I would like if the rabbit could... <laughs> <laughs> You'd like the rabbit to cry with you? No. Oh, sorry. I'm very sorry. I got emotional. I noticed that. Please calm down. Relax yourself. Take a deep breath. <gasps> All right. Now, tell me again. What is your request? What would you like I should write on the quittle to give to the Heiliger Adibrechaim? No, no, no. Tell me, Sean. Tell me. Tell me. Okay. It's really very simple. You see, I... Yes, I... I... Yes... Hi. Yes. All right. You know what? Sit over here. When you calm down, I will continue with the critical. Next. Meanwhile, let me take another person. And finally, Crindle calmed down. And finally, the shamus was able to write a critical. And she went in to see the high-legged tzaddik, the holy tzaddik, the divrei chayim. And divrei chayim looked at the critical. And looked at the critical. And looked at the crittle and closed his eyes for a few moments. Then opened his eyes. Well, Rebbe, are you able to help me? Herzogzi, you must do exactly what I tell you to do. If you do exactly what I tell you to do, Be'ez Hashem, you will find your husband. Okay, whatever the Rebbe says, I'll do. You are to travel immediately to Kiev. You understand? When you get to Kiev, you go to the boat dock. You are to board the first ship that you see that is there ready to set sail. You are to board that ship, and there, Be'ez Hashem, you'll find your husband. What? As I gesund. Now, you just go over and give this little letter to some of my Hasidim over here in the town, and they will uh, either lend you money or give you money, okay? So here, sei gesund, bimatzliach. Thank you, Omein. Uh, uh, I don't understand this. Uh, what does my husband have to do with a boat? And how am I going to go? Just the first boat I see? But then again, the Divrechaim is a big, big tzaddik. So I'm not going to question him, not at all. Okay, <coughs> so I know what I gotta do. Uh, gotta clear a lump in my throat. <coughs> and then I gotta go and knock on doors. Ah, uh, who is there, huh? If I ever start, Ken. Um, uh, my name is Crindle, uh, and I have here a letter from the Divrei Chaim. Ah, uh, why'd you say so? And immediately, whoever heard it, they opened the doors. <coughs> And all kinds of doors open. And everybody read the letter, and they started to give her money. And after they gave her money, she said, When should I pay you back? You don't have to. You don't have to. Oh, if the Rebbe said that we should give you money. It's a mitzvah. That's this patsoon saying. You don't have to pay me back nothing. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, let me see. I have to get to Kiev, so I have to hire a wagon driver. Excuse me, are you going to Kiev? Oh, uh, are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to your horse. Well, go right ahead, see if he answers you. <laughs> no, silly, of course I'm talking to you. Um, I'm not really going to Kiev. But I'll pay you. I'm going to Kiev, how much are you paying? you costing? Um, how about five rubles? I think I'll go to another wagon. How about four rubles? I'll go to another wagon. How about three rubles? I'll go to another wagon. Okay, one ruble. I'll go to your wagon. Oh, wow, Baruch Hashem. I got a customer. 
And so the wagon driver drove off. The wagon was bouncing up and down. And the horses were galloping away. And they were going a little faster. And finally got to the boat docks of Kiev. All right, lady. Here you are. Let me stop the horses. All right, lady. Here you are. Uh, thank you. Um, can I ask you a question? Uh, what? Could you pick up my stomach that fell behind over there? <laughs> You're good, lady. Don't worry. Go ahead. Enjoy. What are you going to do down here? Never mind. See you later. Ah, what a driver. At least he got me here. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, there's only one boat that seems to be ready ah, to leave. Um, let me go up these steps. Um, hmm. All right. Let's see what's going on here. Who's coming on this boat? Tickets, please. Tickets, please. Oh, lady. Uh, you got a ticket? Not yet. Uh, how much does it cost to go on this boat? <laughs> on this boat? Do you even know where we're going? It doesn't matter. If my Rebbe said I should go on the first boat that's leaving, I'm going. <laughs> but I could be going across the world. It's okay. I have no problem with that. Hmm. All right. You, know, you got to buy a ticket. You got to get a room. Okay. So uh, 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 what kind of room would you like? Well, how much is the price? Well, I got a room for the rich people. Uh, that's a room that's pretty big and it costs 100 rubles. Uh, what's next? Well, I got one that costs 99 rubles. Uh, next? 98. Uh, let's not go that way. What's your cheapest room? Well, I got one that's uh, 15 rubles. Oh, that I could do. Okay, here you go. I'll give me my ticket, please. Thank you. All righty. And now what do I do? Well, let's just go downstairs. Wait a minute. Um, 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 Johnny, get over here. Yeah, I did it. Uh, Johnny. Show this lady where her room is. Okay, no problem. And so Johnny took her downstairs to a verschlumpte, broken down, the worst of the worst rooms. There was hardly any air in there even. And she said, well, it's better nothing. The ichor is to find her husband. That's what she thought. So she settled in the room, and then she wanted to lie down and rest a little bit. But then all of a sudden she goes, Oh, it smells awful. Oh, it smells so moldy down here. Let me go upstairs and get some fresh air on the dock. And so she went upstairs, on to the top. <laughs> and she went upstairs by the boat dock. Not by the boat dock, by the deck. Deck, that's the word. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's uh, called the deck. Thank you, Yossi. Okay, but I already figured out before you interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I wasn't in the mood to interrupt because this is a story I never heard before. <laughs> I never told it before. Okay, anyways. So what happened is as follows. But how do you know the story? Uh, I don't know. On, on the way over, I don't know why. You know, it came to my head. I don't know when I heard it. I don't know either, because <laughs> I never heard it before. Well, now you do. So maybe can I tell the story next week? No, no, we don't tell the same story twice in a row. Can I get on with it? You know, we're running out of time. I want to take some phone calls. Oh, I'll go right, I'll go, go right ahead. Anyways, what happened was is she came up to the boat dock. Not in the deck, the deck. Right, the deck, the deck. Okay, so she came up to the deck, and she was up there, and she was, you know, holding on to the railings, and she was getting some fresh air as the boat was sailing through. <laughs> And she noticed there were other Yidin. Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem, it's not a boat just with Goyim. There are also Yidin here. Good to know. And then she was looking to the right, looking to the left, looking on the floor, looking to the sky, looking all over. And she said, I don't understand the Rebbe's words. I'm doing everything he said. I'm on the boat. And he said I would find my husband. <laughs> I don't know where he is. I'm... I'm I'm starting to feel so bad. So bad. I, I, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and all of a sudden, some of the Eden that were there, they saw, some of these Eden saw this lady crying. Oi, why is me? Get my kicked out and look over there. There's a lady crying. That's not nice. Now you just a fry. Now you just a lady. Come, come. Uh, Mendele, come with me. Excuse me, lady. Excuse me. Uh, why are you crying? Oh, I don't want to burden you with my troubles. Oh, please, 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 tell us your troubles. Yes, please, please, we want to know. Come on, tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay. And she told over the whole story from beginning to end. And she told why she's on the boat because the... 
the Chaim, the Divrei Chaim, said she should be on this boat. And she did exactly what was told. Hmm. Very interesting. So you say your husband is here? I didn't say that, but the Divrei Chaim said it. And all of a sudden, at that moment, as they were talking together, one of the, I guess you would call him a servant or people that work on the boat, you know, one that cleans up or serves food, was uh, walking along the deck and saw a little commotion. Oh, what's going on there? There's a little commotion. Hmm. I wonder. Oh, you know what? Let me take a look what's going on there. Oh, it looks like somebody's crying over there. Maybe I can help out a little bit. Uh-oh. Maybe I should not. Um, uh, let me turn away from here. But just as he turned away, ah, Krindle looked and saw that that person that was a servant on the boat, the worker, he was her husband. And she couldn't believe it. The words of the Divrei Chaim were true. It was a husband. And she said, Oh, my husband! She fainted. Uh, get some water. Water. Yeah, sure, sure. Get some water. Water. Uh, get some water. Yeah, let's get some water. Water. And one person was a wise guy and said, Water. You want water? The whole ocean is filled with water. What do you want? Pick her up and throw over the water. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm going to get water. Put her over here. Don't worry. And sure enough, they poured water on her and they revived her. Uh, tell me, uh, what happened there? You, you like, suddenly screamed at somebody's your husband and you saw him here? I mean, the words of Divya Chaim came through? Yes, I think so. That man over there, that servant, he's my husband. Really? Uh, excuse me, you over there. Uh, 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 me? You talking to me? Uh, yes, you. Irat Yiddish? Uh, excuse me, what did you say? Irat Yiddish. What? Uh, you asking me what? Uh, y- y- isn't a yid? What? What are you, what, what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, are you Jewish? Me? No, 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 no. I'm not Jewish. No, 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 no. Hmm. Very interesting. And uh, you still still think he's a... Uh... Yes! He's my husband! You're Schmerl, right? Tell him who you are! Uh, I don't, lady, you're mixing me up with someone else. See, I, I'm a sailor, and I work here on this boat. I'm one of the servants, you know, one of the people that clean up around here and serve food whenever it's necessary. What, you know, I do whatever the captain wants, you know. That's my job. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, just because you shaved off your beard and pants, I still recognize you. You don't fool me. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I have to continue with my work. See you later. Hmm. This lady sounds like she's very sure. Yes, I think she is. Have an idea. Let's go talk to the captain. Hmm. Great idea. Let's talk to the captain. I'm shooting me. Excuse me, Mr. Captain. <laughs> Who's interrupting my drinking over here? Uh, oh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, good paying customer. What can I do for you? Uh, see, uh, this lady. And he began telling over the whole story. And the captain said, Wow. That is an interesting story. After hearing a story like this, you know what I need to do? Uh, what do you need to do? I need to take another drink. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. All right, now, um, uh, let me listen here. Uh, uh, do I got this straight? Did I hear right? I mean, he's <laughs> saying that that servant down there, that one over there? Oh, yes, that's the one. <laughs> Her husband? <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> it's possible. What are you talking about? He ran away. In Jewish law, this lady can't get married until he gets a, gives a get, you know? The proper divorce thing. Papers proper, you know what I mean? Hold in Torah, Besden, you know what I mean? Hmm. That lady, she looks so sad. All right, you know, I, I have a little mercy on her soul. All right, uh, let me call him in. Hey, uh... Hey, Peter, come up here. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Uh, Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. That's me. I can't remember. I'm Peter, Peter, Peter. I mustn't fall for the trap. Okay, Peter, Peter. I'm Peter. Oh, Peter. Come here. See that lady down there? Oh, yeah. She's very sad. She seems to be crying. 
Something about she lost her husband or something. I think she's hallucinating. Oh, really? Why? Uh, well, um, she um, uh, thinks that uh, <laughs> I'm her husband, you know. But you know me. I I'm a shagus. I'm, I'm a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm like you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> do I pray? No. <laughs> do I do anything Jewish? No. I do everything like you guys do. I eat your kind of food too, right? Right. So I must be one of you. So this lady is a little cuckoo. Really? Hmm. Lady, come over here. Yes. Shmeryl, tell who you are. I don't know what you're talking about, lady. Why do you keep calling me, uh, what's the name? Shmeryl, you're Shmeryl. Uh, no, 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 I'm Peter. All right, all right. Give me five minutes with uh, this man here. I'll get the truth. You wait outside, lady. All right. Now you listen to me. And you listen to me good. I want the real truth from you, Peter. Because if you don't tell me the real truth, do you know what's going to happen to you? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you the truth. Well, I'm going to investigate. And if I find out you are this, uh, what's the name? Uh, she called me Schmeryl. Right. If you're that guy, Schmeryl, and you're lying to me, I'm going to fire you. Because I can't have a person work for me that I can't trust. So now what'll it be? You're going to tell me the truth or what? Uh, no, I'm in a funny predicament. I don't want to lose my job. I like this. I get pay. get to travel the world. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. I admit it. I'm Schmeryl. I ran away from a... I, I, I gave up my Judaism. Gave up my Yiddish guy. Ha! Huh. I don't even want to know why. All right. You people over there. He's the husband. Now what do you want to do? Uh, with all the, uh, due respect, uh, we come to the next place where we stop. We want to go to to the Jewish town, find the rabbis there, make a bezdin, and then they give a proper get over here. So this lady could go back home, and she could show the decision from the bezdin, and she has the get, and everything, and then she could get married again. And if this person wants to do tshuva, it's up to him. Yeah, might ever do tshuva. Uh, person could do tshuva even one day before he dies. Don't you forget that. Remember your Gomorrah day with Elizabeth ben Udaya. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, sure enough, this man had no choice. They schlepped him off the boat when they docked the nearest town. And they schlepped him into the Jewish Bezdin. And the rabbis there, they did everything kahalocha. And he gave a get. And then he said, no, could I go? And they said, yes, you can go. But before he left, one of the Rabbonim on the, on the, uh, that sat in the Din Teira, he said to him, I want you to understand something. You see, you gave up your Yiddishkeit, didn't you? Yes, I did. And that's because you probably read some Tumitic Zachans, you know, things that you shouldn't be reading and you were influenced the wrong way. But you see, Torah and Yiddishkeit is emes. You see, you tried to run away. And you caused damage to this lady, but she, your former wife, Kreindel had such petochen, amunus rachomim, and never lost the faith. And so what she ended up doing was, she went to the Heilige Tzadik Reb Chaim of Sanza, Reb Chaim of Sanza, known as the Sanza Rebbe, and a Divrei Chaim. And of course, what happened was this, he used his Ruach HaKodesh to find you. So you see, who are you running away from? You cannot hide. And so what ended up happening was, she, Kreindel, went back home, showed the letter, and, the, and, and of course the get and everything, and she was permitted to marry again. And Baruch Hashem, she married a fine person who helped take care of her family and support her, and things got back to normal for her. And as far as Shmerel goes... He was haunted by those words from the, from the Dayonim of the Din Taira. Gradually, slowly but surely, he stopped reading the book. As a matter of fact, instead of reading the book, each night he began to take out and rip a couple of pages and throw it into the fireplace. Eventually, he burned the rest of the book. Eventually, his heart was turned around. And gradually, even though he's no longer married to Kreindel, but he returned back to Yiddishkeit. And he would wait again until his neshama was pretty strong before he would try to marry someone else. Wow, what a story! Woo! 
Yeah, two points, yeah! Oh, wow, I never heard that story before. Well, me neither. Okay, so anyways, uh, I think we have a few minutes, so maybe we could take a few phone calls. Okay, uh, we have some time to take a few phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? And my name is Yaakov Yosef Morgenstern, and I learned you should never believe in Africa's percent. You should um, believe in Amun and you should um, read Tamadika books. Very good. Excellent. Great. You listened quite well because you got a lot of lessons in there. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Huh? What? Hello? Okay. Hey! Stop spinning me around. Okay, listen, oh, listen. Masha, Masha, we got to do this very quickly because I have a full board okay. list. Okay, okay. What lesson you learned right, tonight? I only have one lesson. You should never stray far off the derech. Now, Yossi, don't spray that water gun every... Hey! Okay, thank you very much. I got to go to the next caller. Sorry, Masha. Okay, be well. Okay, thank you. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Adina. Adina, okay. What's it, what lesson you learned tonight's story? That you should never go off the derech, and you should you should never lie. Very good. You say the story next time. I'm gonna try, cause maybe I'll I'll sneak into Rabbi Herbs's room and I'll read the stories that he's planning to tell, and then maybe I could tell it. Okay. 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 Goodbye. Okay. Nice to talk to you. All right. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, my name is Yankee. Yeah. Whoops. What happened, Yankee? Oh, you got disconnected. Hello. You're on the air. What's your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Hello. I don't know what happened, Robert. Is there? Um. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? I can't hear you. I don't know. Okay. We'll Hi, go to this? Uh, yeah, there. Yeah, okay. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? What? What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? You want to know my name and you want to he- I should tell you tonight's story? No, not tell me tonight's story. Tell me what lesson you learned from tonight's story. Oh, it must be my kids were using this phone. I oh. apologize. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> take care. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Wow, <laughs> they probably got so shy they jumped off the telephone. Okay, um, hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Yankee, and I learned on the lesson from tonight's story that you should always tell the truth. Very good. That was definitely in there, too. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Okay, next caller. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Matthew and I learned that you shouldn't, you shouldn't never um, run away from Yiddish guy and show his traffic. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, do we have time for any more callers? That's it? Uh, that's all our time? Okay. That's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful job, and goodbye. Goodbye.